Welcome to OEM Industry Update, a weekly podcast examining the latest news and technology trends impacting product development teams in the heavy-duty on- and off-highway equipment industries. I'm Sarah Jensen, editor of OEM Off-Highway, and in this week's episode, I'll be speaking with Delta Q Technologies about electrification and battery charging trends the company is seeing in the heavy-duty equipment industry. Let's take a listen now. So maybe if we could start by sort of just diving right into uh, what trends the technology is seeing or any specific technologies that uh, OEMs or other component manufacturers are looking for regarding battery charging technology within the heavy equipment industries. Right. Uh, maybe Rod, you can start on uh, with the, the uh, battery technology trends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, as we can see from uh, what's been happening in the automotive space, there's been a lot of different market sectors that are parallel to automotive, industrial equipment, um, agriculture, um, construction and whatnot that are taking the the same path as automotive and really trying to uh, develop solutions with uh, electric drivetrains. As we are starting to notice this, um, we have been engaged with many battery suppliers um, from the lead and lithium um, standpoint. And we have been listening to the needs of, of the particular segments um, as what, what type of technologies and innovations they are uh, looking for in their products. Um, Morad and I have been working hand in glove with various uh, OEMs in the off-highway uh, off, uh, uh, space. Um, and, and really trying to dive into all the different elements of, of charging uh, as it pertains to their applications and vehicles. And here at Delta Q, and more I could speak a little bit more on this, we are seeing the trends in higher power and faster charging, as well as having the ability to uh, utilize public infrastructure um, so I guess Murad, maybe you could dive more into the details. Uh, sh- sure. Yes, uh, we can. Um, uh, so I would like to add to what uh, what what Rod was saying in terms of uh, industry trends. So what we have been seeing uh, while talking to uh, multiple OEMs and end users, there uh, there is um, a drive towards um, having um, less maintenance on the batteries. So. That's that's for like for, for the users. Uh, the trends for faster charging. So uh, so if the machine is electric, they want it to be charged uh, faster. And one important one there is uh, expectations for a longer lifetime on the batteries and on the machine itself. So uh, it's un- it's not uncommon uh, to see uh, OEMs offering three, four, five, or even seven years warranties on the powertrain on this in, in this different uh, application, especially those uh, addresses towards heavy duty uh, um, uh, equipment. Uh, so two aspects actually that um, have been uh, like uh, uh, driving and then helping this, uh, this move, um, this move from uh, diesel or gas powered or propane powered toward electrification. So uh, two things there. Uh, 
the technology, the uh, battery technology have emerged to a certain point where it's allowing to have the same duty cycle as traditional power sources. In, uh, so for professional equipment, uh, that means an eight hour shift uh, for this equipment uh, in the field in that type of application so that's that's the main driver and in the other hand the battery technology have developed to uh, the point where it's enabled this high density of power to be able to do the eight, the eight hour shift and then the price is actually continuously uh, decreasing down especially on the lithium uh, the technology is allowed to fulfill this so there is a decrease price uh, decrease that make it now affordable to actually have this uh, equipments uh, in the field. So are, those are some the general uh, trends uh, in the industry, pushing uh, electrifications in two ways. That's one of the things that um, um, uh, Rod and, uh, and others have been noticing. It's pushing towards much bigger uh, power batteries, uh, for especially for the heavy duty um, applications, and then also pushing towards smaller chargers um, uh, that, uh, that those are mainly for application that used to be electric, but we're using lead acid technologies. Mm -hmm. But now with smaller batteries, more efficient, they are tending to actually go lower. And then that means uh, lower charges. So we have seen both trends and we can develop a little bit more on these uh, two aspects. Okay. Okay. And so when you say they're looking for more chargers, so is it like more types that would work with different types of batteries or um, maybe if you could go into that aspect a little bit? Yes, uh, uh, people, uh, OEMs are looking at uh, a variety of uh, applications. Um, so more types of charging, yes, be because they want uh, the charger to the right size of yeah. the, uh, the battery that is, that is out there. So it's, um, it's actually a continuum that is extending probably from, uh, let's say, uh, 300 watt of charging up maybe to 10 kilowatts or even more. So it's a big continuum, and then there are different uh, different sizes there. So everyone is looking at the right size. Why this is important? It's because of, uh, of course, of the cost of the equipment, but more importantly, the, the most of these equipment are very compact in size. So you just need what to place there, what uh, what you need. So there is a very continuous continuum from I would say 350 watts to 10 kilowatt, and even for the much bigger equipment going to 20, 30, 40, 50 kilowatts. Okay. And so now are the types of chargers that uh, Delta Q develops or um, OEMs are looking for, are they integrated into the piece of equipment? Is it um, something that hooks up to the piece of equipment for charging? Or maybe if you kind of go into the types More, or, yes. that are available? Yes. Um, so uh, that's a good question. Um, <clears throat> Uh, electrification is not new into the uh, off-highway uh, equipment. Uh, there have been um, uh, many attempts. Uh, a lot of applications have, have uh, historically have um, external uh, chargers uh, outside the equipment. Mm -hmm. so the equipment returns to a home base and then get charged for 10 hours right. and then go to the back. That was especially true when uh, lead acid applications were used. However, what we have seen the trends nowadays is to integrate the charging equipment in the machine itself, mm -hmm. make it much more uh, easier and um, uh, uh, giving, giving the operator the ability to charge 
everywhere and then having all the equipment in one place rather than having it um, uh, in different places so so um, so uh, and I would attribute that to the emergence actually of the lithium applications which okay. requires um, higher output how uh, higher input rates and and um, and um, uh, having the equipment uh, on board is definitely the, the way to go. <clears throat> okay. Um, and now I know Delta Q recently um, introduced the RQ350 battery charger. Could you maybe talk a little bit about that technology and how it, how it works and how it kind of fits or helps meet and fit the trends and needs yep. that you guys are seeing in the industry? Yes. Um, so the the three fifty uh, uh, watt charger, how how it emerged within within uh, within Delta Q. I mean, um, Delta Q have a long history of of chargers, but uh, the smallest charger before that that we had was six fifty watt uh, chargers. What's the trigger for the um, uh, the uh, this lower size, which is three hundred fifty watts? Uh, is I would attribute that mostly for uh, of highway equipment to the emergence of uh, lead, uh, of uh, lithium uh, lithium batteries. Why is that? Uh, is uh, when uh, let's take an, an existing equipment that's already electric. So when when uh, the OEM convert uh, from a lead acid to a uh, lithium battery, uh, the vehicle and the battery is much lighter. So there is efficiencies there. The uh, lithium systems are much more efficient by a factor of 20% or 30% than their equivalent uh, lead acid batteries. So as a result for this, you have a smaller battery pack. A smaller battery pack, meaning you don't need a much bigger charger, you need a smaller charger. So that's the trends um, we have seen in this market. Uh, related to off-highway applications, I would single out um, uh, two major major uh, applications. Uh, one of them is golf cart, which is actually not construction, but th those are considered off-highway uh, applications. And the other one is home and garden uh, equipment, more particularly applications such as the mowers mm -hmm. uh, and um, uh, zero-turn mowers, etc. So there is, uh, in the last three years, we have seen a huge uh, shift from uh, from gas. Uh, to electric, and that's what triggers us actually to develop this product for this application as it relates to this segment. Okay, all right. So it's really only applicable to those smaller pieces of equipment Correct. then? Yes. Okay, yeah. all right. And then, so what would be, um, what kind of a charger then would be necessary for a larger piece of equipment? Or do you guys, how far up does maybe your guys' battery charger technology scale up um, for equipment? I'm glad that you yeah, yeah, you posed this question because so I, like I say I said in the beginning, so this is tendency both ways so on um, on uh, on the uh, bigger equipment on the, uh, the the heavy equipment, I would classify the applications into two two different categories there is the compact equipment such as uh, mini excavators or loaders, uh, that type of application that are small. And there is the other one, which is much bigger equipment, such as agricultural tractors, uh, big loaders, uh, uh, etc. So, so we have seen two trends there. So on the compact equipment, the trends uh, is happening towards full electrification of the machine. Right. To make it fully electric and battery powered. Um, and uh, one of the trends that we have seen on the compact equipment is having batteries that are 
below 60 volt. What does it mean? Why, why 60 volt? Because that's a touch safe uh, voltage there for all these applications. Big trends there, so that, that's continuing there. On the other side, uh, and, and also usage of onboard, onboard chargers to, on, on the equipment itself. In the other side, the much bigger equipment, <coughs> um, we have seen tends to partial electrification and also um, uh, developing hybrid technologies mm -hmm. to, to be e enable to uh, the machine to be more efficient and the, more importantly, lower the emissions from, uh, from, uh, from the machine uh, itself. So we have seen both. Um, Delta Q concentrate more on the um, um, compact uh, equipment and the uh, charging there, as, uh, as I mentioned earlier, extend from about two kilowatts of charging power to, I would say, 10 kilowatt okay. charging chargers. So that's mm -hmm. the trends that we have seen. And um, we have developed, actually, last year, we released a, a product line called Stackable that allows to cover from two kilowatts to uh, about eight kilowatts of charging power for this application on board on board the vehicles. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. all right. That, that basically falls in line with your scalable uh, solution that you had mentioned earlier. Yeah. Um, so we would take a mass-produced product in via software. We could we could scale it um, with product that we already have released into the marketplace. So it, it gives it gives flexibility to our customers. Mm -hmm. Okay, all right. You know that's always important and uh, for people in the industry. Um, so I think just the sort of the last question I had was um, maybe kind of if you guys have any sort of any insight or thoughts into how you see electrification, hybridization, and the need for battery charging technology to kind of progress over the next few years. So I could I could start off and then I, I believe more I could finish finish with this but um, for the most part I, I see a lot of the trends relate related to um, regulation um, regulation is really pushing forward um, the drivetrains as well as uh, the technologies in the various sectors mm -hmm. uh, prevalent in Europe um, as well as Asia. Uh, U.S. is starting to come on board, but um, because the regulations are a little more lax than the two other regions, we're not seeing it uh, permeate to uh, the specific industries out of the U.S. as quickly, but they are still valid. Um, with that said, I think Morad could uh, touch, touch on this a little bit more in terms of the rest of the Yes, yeah, so uh, definitely I uh, uh, fully like the first uh, parameter is actually uh, regulations. Um, and in, uh, as, as you mentioned, it's more prevalent in Europe. But however, in North America, there is also some more tendencies toward, uh, toward better, uh, better environment, better emissions, uh, particularly uh, California have been leading the charge in terms of betterment of the, uh, uh, the uh, emissions and reducing the emissions and Canada also. Canada have now instituted a lot of programs where to cut on, on the emissions. So that's one driver. Uh, another driver is actually, especially for the off-highway equipment, is the ability to be able to use 
machines inside to do uh, renovation work inside buildings. Mm. So, for example, taking an excavator or a digger or something like that and use it indoors. Now, that pe um, uh, operators are doing that today, but they have huge equipment in terms of um, uh, removing the emissions and stuff like that. It's costly. Now, if you have it electric, you can take it inside. So that, that speaks for uh, the compact uh, equipment. Uh, another, another trend, actually, that we have seen is um, audible noise is the reduction of audible noise. And uh, from talking to various operators in the, in the, in the industry, uh, some, some end users in particular, like uh, school boards and hospitals uh, and universities, campuses, they are actually now imposing to have a much quieter uh, machines there and that pushing for electrifications of various um, applications in uh, the North American uh, market. So those are some of the trends that we see and and um, um, uh, I was very uh, pleasantly surprised that actually on the numbers of production that actually is happening in the North American markets from various OEMs. I think, I think one trend to add to that is uh, autonomy. So yes, most of these vehicles now that are becoming electrified um, because many OEMs want to reduce their operating expenditure, they're looking to more autonomous and robotic tech solutions. So we're seeing the trends in almost every marketplace that we, uh, that we service at this, at this point. So you're seeing uh, the, the value that, that these machines are bringing, not only to uh, their, their particular duty, but to the actual company in terms of operating expenditure. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay. Well, great. Um, I appreciate you guys taking the time to speak with me today and give us more insight on the battery charging technology for the industry. We, we appreciate the time as well. Um, and uh, I know Morad will echo this, but uh, it, is, it is an ever-changing world and um, the technology that we're bringing, are, it's more, more intelligent and uh, smart charging uh, systems to, to be able to handle the, the changes in the economic space in particular segments. Yeah, I echo this, the same same comments, and uh, I thank you very much for this uh, opportunity. And uh, we are glad uh, to participate in enabling the electrification uh, for these uh, different applications uh, in in uh, in uh, the global markets. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of OEM Industry Update. Thank you again to Rod and Murad for providing their insights into electrification and battery charging technologies. Be sure to tune in each week for another episode to stay up to date on our ever-changing industry.